Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver, I am but one half of your hosting duo. I am joined by my co-host Robin as always. Hey Robin. Hi there. And on this show we are going to, let me get this right because it is a mouthful, we are going to recap Empire LARP, the Winter Solstice Event 1, 2023. And this is part two. Uh, We left off on the Friday evening last time and we were going to jump straight into Saturday I think. Um, Before that, uh, just the usual housekeeping. If you are watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. If you're new here, consider subscribing to the channel so you won't miss another episode. If you're listening on your favorite audio platform, consider giving us a five-star review. That will also help us out a ton. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so with the details in the episode description. And with that all out of the way and without any further ado, let's get into the Saturday of E1. So what did we do Saturday morning, Robin? Ah, eh, not much. We did loads. Um, yeah, we did lots. We did, like, Saturday was such a crazy day. Um, Saturday had a little bit of a negative start, though, unfortunately for us, where when we left off the Friday episode, we spoke a lot about how cold it was and everything. Yeah, so I've learned lessons, and um, a huge thank you to those people who got in touch and have offered me some different things for E2. You know who you are. Um, but Saturday morning, I was still freezing. I felt sick. I was physically shivering all over. And this, we'd been in bed all night. I had lots of layers on and just didn't do very well. So I went to the first aid tent. And so the first aid tent is like down just past God. And I was able to find a member of PD crew who helped me. They got me to the first aid tent. They checked me over, um, warmed me up, gave me some hot liquids, some food, everything else. They were they were wonderful. This is a huge shout out to the members of staff that helped me because they really took it seriously. They made me feel better and they were just wonderful. And the, there was genuine concern there. They were very, very lovely, everybody there. And the people that are in the first aid tent for like 24 hours, I mean, you, you lot are just wonderful. Yeah, the first aid team are amazing. Obviously, like you said, and they were PD crew because it was early in the morning as well, wasn't it? That, that yeah. kind of steered you towards um, where you needed to go. Because basically you, you got up, right? And I was like, you got up shivering. And it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a freezing cold morning out like by the time you got up either. And I was like, you better go check, make sure you don't have hypothermia, <laughs> basically. that. And I think there were some some bad cases. I don't know whether there was actually any hypothermia on the field. Uh, but yeah, it was a, a very real risk. Um, yeah. But I think I think for you as well, just just having the a lot of times when you're not feeling right like that, just just having someone say, hey, you know, your temperature's fine, your temperature's safe. Um, and you you looked a lot better by the time you came back. Uh, oh to the yeah, tent. definitely. It's just that feeling that you get, like like you just said, you know, when you get a bit of a fright and you're just like, oh wait, is there something wrong? This doesn't feel right. And then just having somebody be like, yeah, you're all good. We're going to do this though. And they gave me some advice and everything, and basically made it very clear that if after I'd properly had something to eat and drink, if I still wasn't feeling right, I needed to get straight back to the first aid tent so yeah they were wonderful yeah you, you mentioned uh you mentioned that there was a, a person that had posted after the event in one of the facebook groups and they had a pdf on cold camping 
Um, there were some really good tips in there. Um, I don't have the permission of the person to say who it was or anything, but I'll see if I can get the link to that and put yeah. it down in the description as well. It's because like we're, we're, you know, we did like a packing list and things like that, but we are not um, campers. And I know there's there's people with um, proper camping and survival experience or armed forces experience as well that that you know know how to camp in actually dangerously cold weathers. So. Um, yeah we'll see if we can put a link to that uh, yeah we'll get a message because like yeah the I, I read through it and yeah it was just a really good guide on just how to keep warm and then specifically how to keep warm at anvil itself so yeah 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 but yeah we we got we got, we got the unfortunate bit out of the way with in the morning and it didn't yeah. die so it was great yeah. um we didn't mention <laughs> much about so uh we'll, we'll go on about like our coffee situation uh here <laughs> we went on the saturday I counted, we went through seven two liter, uh, no, we went through seven, those flasks are one liter, right? One and a half. Oh, they were liter. two liter. Yeah, I think they're one and a half. I think yeah, they're, they're one, one and a half, half because because yeah. the enamel pots that I use are two liters. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't, I think you can fill that up almost. Um, anyway, I went, I went through seven flasks of coffee on the saturday that's how much coffee i made and and <laughs> that, like that's almost like a uh look we, we're at the stage now we we could probably like if we did it a bit later you know we could we could run it as a um an in-character business you know that's that's like enough people coming coming over uh it was it was awesome that we had so many people come over and it's it's become such a like a communal little bit as well that people oh, yeah. are going to co come over and um it, it gives me something to do. It makes sure I get up out of bed as well because that's the thing. You you end up, you end up like, obviously you end up going to bed late and then you're like, by the time six o'clock starts get going, you're like, okay, well, it's six o'clock. By the time I get up, do my usual morning stuff, then get the fire going and then start, boil and especially because I went through, yeah, we went through so much coffee as well. Um, but also we were, uh, wanted to be sharp because we were fighting on the Saturday so oh yeah exactly we wanted to just kind of like get a move on and again it's that sort of thing where you're like you know oh I should get out of bed and then it's like well I'll get out and just put some coal in the fire and then once you're up you're up so it's great um but yeah I think we pretty much caffeinated the battlefield that day so yeah. Yeah. and yeah and then yeah we got ready for battle um Ooh, the battle Oh, <laughs> where do we start with the battle? Yeah, so we, so last, I think last time we left off when we talked about Friday, uh, we had, so it was, it was obvious. I can't remember whether we confirmed or not, whether, which one we were going to. No, we did. We did. We, so we, we did, because we spoke about Garth That's right. Beast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we knew we were, we were heading out to uh, the Barons. We had to kill, um, kill Grubfeast, uh, capture the traitor. There were also other threats. There was ritualists and there were tormented souls and there was going to be i think some sort of like undead dawnish knights as well with grub feast yeah they, they and the yeah there was supposed to be them and there was supposed to be venom as well yeah yeah so i mean the the, the venom's obviously something that it, there wasn't any um miasma either that was that was the one good no. thing uh the one the one easier part of this because fighting in zenith for so long uh it was, it was constant miasma so we didn't have to worry about miasma this time so as i said nah. we ended up with uh i think there was there was hang on let me just count in my head there was uh, three, uh three, four, five. yeah there was there was five of us um in our little our little lance um yeah. and we 
uh, were going out with the, the 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 plan was to go out um, stick with the Durandales because I frick I, I I really enjoy fighting fighting with <laughs> fighting up front with the Durandals. Um yeah. So yeah, we we were part of the main force that was going to go out onto the field, and basically our job was to just push up the field and clear it for everyone else coming through to get to the second gate or the breach, if you like, which is like a little choke point. Um, so yeah, there's not really much to say before before we headed out, really. It's just... Not really. We, we headed out. We did our usual. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were really prepared. That's the thing. We had the evening before we had gone, obviously, like we said in the previous episode, we went to the lands captains meeting, military council, and then another meeting at like 11 o'clock. Um, so we had, we were so we had so much information there that it just felt like we knew what we were doing. We knew the people we had to keep an eye on and we knew the other Lancies that were part of our wing, which did make it quite easy. Um, And I did like the wing system actually. So yeah, yeah, we knew what we were doing and we, we did it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it, it gave, I I felt like it, it gives each little kind of group its own little bit of independence as well. That's why I liked, so you can, um it's it's a lot it's a lot easier to be mobile because that's the thing we've done like if you get into too big a group and you've only got one person leading a big big group you know it then becomes a little bit like you lose control of like your edges and things like that so you 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 can't get communication up and down the line very fast and it was handy having well it was handy having the knowledge now that this is it like even though i'm like oh yeah you know it's my first little bit of kind of leading it was more to do with having the knowledge of like right okay we know what we're going to be doing um and i know what the priority targets are and things like that so i could help out you know if i did spot ritualists then i can spot uh try and see if i can spot archers let people let the right people know tormented souls i knew kind of the, the i knew the um the like the lance and the other people involved the high guard is involved the highborn involved yeah. in in exercising so i could spot them and be like okay get word to them that they need to come over here um like the, commanding in the line basically basically all all you do is you just you have to do a lot of like jump it so say if there's a there's a line of of fighters if you're if you're trying to keep control of what's going on you just need to push kind of push forward in front of the line and then keep dipping back and see what's go see what's going on. Uh, the biggest um, the biggest difference for me this time compared to all the other times I've fought, I've just bothered about myself basically and kind of what you're kind of doing and uh, you know having a look at the commanders and seeing what the kind of lance is doing. But really, I was just like not really looking behind me much, not being as aware this time. I was trying to keep a track of like. Uh, four or five other people at all times yeah. uh which made it a lot more difficult to actually fight you know like if you because you would jump in you'd fight and then you've got to be like right i can't get too carried away i need to like be aware of like i need to make sh- see where the line is and what what's happening and then so i don't know if you noticed robin i was i was basically jumping forward doing a bit of fighting looking around and then stepping back behind you all yeah I seeing mean, what like- was going on and then stepping forward again like standing watching you do that and everything because I was sort of like in the line and quite close to you most of the time and yeah you did a lot of that where you like step forward to look out and it was quite obvious like what you were doing that is the only time though that there's a few few of the the druge were just like being cheeky and as soon as you turned to check where your line was and what was happening 
they were like trying to like get shots out on you yeah. and it was like it was the way that you reacted to that half a time like <laughs> you were just like I said they were they were going to hit you and it's almost if you can as if you like got the hit and were like die right <laughs> what was I doing again yeah back to what I was doing like That's, it was as if yeah. you didn't even bother like you know yeah. just being die you're done carry on yeah which was it was pretty cool actually <laughs> that's actually part of the role play that's fun about that thing because you're ignoring you're not ignoring them but you are ignoring them you know because you're, you're you're you know you, you are role playing that you're, you're trying to keep an eye on what's going on and you know if you get a little jab on the side of the head or something like that because someone's being cheeky because you're turning around seeing what the line is doing and you're basically trying to like put your arm out being like okay well this is where the line the line needs to be um so that initial this will go through what happened we pushed out and we basically like uh, we basically fat like mushroomed out into the field yeah um and that that was that was basically the, the, the that was the important bit for me anyway um thank you to <laughs> thank you to all the uh the the, the players i'm not going to say player player uh, and character names but you know who you were there were one or two times where i gave people like looks as if to be like am I doing the right thing? Am I charging? You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, there's a few people that like gave me that like basically gave me a bit of encouragement and were just like, yeah, you know, like if I would like go, right, let's go. And everyone would move forward. And I would like do a little like cheeky look back and there would be people, uh, the kind of more veteran players just being like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a good shout or, or the opposite. Sometimes I got one or two people, one or two people being like, Oh, just, uh, <laughs> just like, Maybe just watch that. Maybe just watch watch those ones over there. Um, mm. Apart from that, it went uh, super smooth. That first push went super smoothly. The oh, yeah. um, we we, ha we ended up so we, we kind of fanned out into the left, um, and then it was basically just a matter of just slowly pushing. And then once we got the rest of the nation, so on our side, the freeborn came up our rear end, and after that, it was just like okay, push, bang, and then it was it was dead easy. Then and then we we got up to the up to the choke point yeah yeah we got to the choke point really quickly actually mm. um i do feel that in dawn in particular as a nation we're great at charging through and clearing areas i feel like we struggle a bit when it comes to having to stand for a long time i feel like we all get quite itchy and there was a point where we'd cleared everything and we were just we we're waiting we, we'd done our part everyone else in their part and everything was going great but I just feel like all of us were in this line and we were like looking at the Druze in front and we we're like, we could just keep clear. We could go further. There's not that many of them. And everyone was like doing that thing. We're like, want to go. And that's when you had that sort of like control from like some people like yourself and everything trying to stop you. Like, nope, don't do it yet. Yeah, <laughs> I know we can take them, but there is a bigger thing happening here. <laughs> it's, a, it's a slightly different, it's a slightly different job. That's the thing. It's a slightly different, you instead of just being like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to like chomp on the bit and just, and bite down and go forward. You have to be like, right. Okay. You know, I, I'm basically all I'm doing, all you're doing is just looking at the other, either the other commanders or just looking trying to get a like a, a a different view of what the what the line is doing and what their line is doing it's actually quite um it, it's it's a very it's a very different it's literally a different view because there was one point where yeah I'll, we're pushing out right and it might feel like when you're when you're in that when you're in that line and you're in the dornish line you're pushing forward and there was a few like newer players kind of like pu pushing out and obviously as you're fanning out or mushrooming out the, the line kind of thins slightly 
and you're looking basically on that left-hand side is where all those woods are. And so there's like a line of druge. Right? And all you can see is like acres and acres of field and a load of druge. So it, it can't, it's so easy for when the druge then charge, you feel very like, oh, wow, okay, you know. Uh, but that's the point where, you know, the job I was doing was I was looking back you know and like you said that's a dangerous thing because you have to kind of do both you have to like go okay well i'm going to look back jump back behind the line jump in, in forward yeah so you get an actual view so basically what was happening is that we had literally hundreds of imperial soldiers bursting through that gate and we had a small line of druge and we, that's the thing as well like we know druge tactics now in character and out character the druge tactic is to false charge yeah. and then run away and they hope that you overextend um <laughs> when you counter charge so when the first charge came <laughs> i was like i was like I, I shouted like don't step because i could feel like i feel a few kind of newer players but but you know on that line and i was like it's like do not and I, I i was like i said it's so assertive like, like do not step back and the, the druge was sort of going to stop anyway but they kind of ran up and then stopped and they ran away <laughs> and uh uh, the 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 per, the per, I don't know if this person's ever actually like I need to okay with them to uh, yeah to to, sure. to 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 see if they're right with me talking about their character but I love fighting with them the person who usually leads the the, the I love fighting with them <laughs> they just turn around to me and they're like I think you just shouted down that charge <laughs> 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 it's just like felt like I did <laughs> yeah just that whole step back okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you you get a different you get a different view on it because you turn around, and I'm like, if they charge us, they've got nowhere to go. And you know, someone was like, well, the, the, there was a couple of people, and like, oh, there's no one behind us. And I'm like, yeah, if you turn around, you'll see there is hundred. Like if they if they if they break our line, which they're not going to, okay, no. uh, they're not they're, all they're going to run into is hundreds of Imperials and and they will just be wiped out and we'll get back up because the Imperials just yeah. get us back up. Um, but it's difficult to know that in the moment when you're when you're being a but when you're being a wall of metal um and you're and people are telling you don't step back and then step forward, you know? So it's it's it was interesting seeing that from a different a different perspective. But yeah. anyway, then we got to that then we got to that breach, didn't we? Oh my gosh, that breach. Um yeah, yeah this is where um yeah, so there was a few different things going on here. So we needed to, from my understanding, we needed to have a path cleared in this section so that um, people could get to the front to sort out the um, all the um, tormented souls at this bit, yeah, is that right? Yeah, the yes. tortured souls. Yeah. I always say tormented souls. I don't know why that's in my head. So I think the original souls. plan was for one of the Dornish Lances and the Marches to punch through. Yeah. We, we were all supposed to just cl just move up the field. They were going to punch a hole and we were going to spill spill through and then the marches were going to be the rear guard. What ended up happening is, I don't know, because I'm me, I ended up in the front of the, <laughs> of the breach. I was just, well, but basically we, we were up there so fast. I was just like, we have shields. Let's get shields in this breach now. Um, there wasn't a lot like there though like when we got there there wasn't a lot there, wasn't. there which we makes me think the marchers had already punched a good point i like, they know must what happened because, because yeah it, it we, we're we, all in different bits we waited too long i tell you what we we probably could have pushed right the way through the problem was if we had pushed then we might have overextended because i wasn't entirely sure at what state i didn't want to punch yeah. through um and also yeah that basically so when by the time we got there 
we got there really early and there was a load of basically a line of tormented souls uh and druge um because we were fighting against the league and there was a load of pikes you know that not fighting against the league the league were monstering basically so yeah. there was lots of, <laughs> there was lots of pole arms and things like that so we 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 ran in we ran in there um, and I was like, sod it, let's just be, let's just be aggressive. Uh, whatever they're going to do, uh, it's good that we have shields here. So um, I go, I go running in there. <laughs> I, I go running in there. So someone, someone hits me. They do, they, they do catch me like on the chin. This was quite funny. It was, it wasn't like a hard blow. And I was like, they, they caught me like bang on the, on the chin. Um, and the ref did this kind of like, oh, are you all right? And the person who did the blow went, oh, you're right. And it was fine. It was a perfectly uh, yeah. soft blow. It was totally, it was pulled. It was fine. And I just kind of went, I just gave a thumbs up. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then the ref kind of went, <laughs> the ref went, oh, good. And then it came up and gave me, gave me a traumatic, gave me a, a soul curse thing, wound. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Um, and then, and then someone, what happened then? I uh, know. I think, and then after that, I think I just got pelted and I was like, right, I need to get, I'm going to get out of here. Because I knew yeah. we were going to be there for a while, so there's no point in that. Again, I'm in a, I'm supposed to be keeping you all alive, so I'm like, I need to yeah. get out. I'm going to get out here. So I, I, I went out. Um, now, this was the interesting one, because we, we had this discussion the other day about... So uh, before you go on to that, because something happened at the exact same time, which I think is going to go on to it. Oh, really? Because I was standing next to you when that all happened. And oh, I... That's where I got my traumatic oh, wounds. You... I was ah, right, right next to you. I ran in with you, because I was yeah. like, uh, it's like, he's just running in. Oh shit! So am I? Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's when um, one of the pole arms basically got me right in my side, um, and it was like it was an excellent shot. Okay, mm -hmm. it was a very good shot. They, they got me, um, and they got me, and I got strike down. I think at the same time, a lot yeah. happened, and then as I got up, the ref kind of like went over and he was like, "You okay?" And I was like, "I'm great as well." And he was like, "No, you're not." <laughs> you just got to be the card. Yeah. And I did that thing where I was like, okay. And I know this is what we're about to go on to chat about. Cause I was like, I was like, you know, thank you. I don't know why I always say thank you when they give me a traumatic <laughs> wound. This might kill me. And I'm like, thank you. Well, I think it's because your role play is good. I mean, that, that, that's what I heard about the refs. Like if, if you're, if the role play is good, that's when you get traumatic wounds. It's not like a random system. Like they've chosen to yeah. like reward you as a player with a traumatic wound, basically, you know? It's yeah. That. And they're like, um, so I went to like put away my pack um, and then he kind of like leant over and he was like, you might want to check, get that checked out. And I was like, right. And he was like, that weapon might be venomed. <laughs> I was like, okay. And that's when I ran to, um, to Rion. Um, <laughs> Rion. Yeah. yeah I'll let you go, go for what you were going to say. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, I will say this as well about like calls, taking calls in that, um, in that breach is difficult right it's, it's difficult because like there's there's sometimes you're just you especially when you're on the front there and there's loads of pole arms and you'll just you, you basically the, what happens is you you'll just hear strike down and it's just like it's obviously it's not it's like it, it is it is an actual risk of like crush in there like out of character crush in there so if someone goes strike down you've got nowhere to fall back to and you are going to go down. Um, we'll talk a little bit about this later. But I, I'm like, I'm going to go down, and then but then you get hit with a load of other things while you're trying to like carefully OC go down. So you're like, you look behind you, and you're like, right, I am going down. You know, um, so some people, I mean, some people know how to fall professionally. Some people are just young and bouncy, and they can just fl fling themselves back. Um, I'm not old by any means, but I'm getting to the stage. I'm just like, I don't want to blow my knees out. 
and we'll talk about that a bit later but like I, I you know you look behind you and then as you're trying to take this strike down everyone's just like cleave weakness and i'm like okay i'm just i'm taking all of your calls just just give me just give me two seconds to get on the ground hang on like i will i will your call is important to me i will <laughs> I will i will get i will get to it you know so some... you are number two <laughs> <laughs> you are number two in the queue okay um so yeah that it, it can can get because those things can like stack up real quickly and sometimes it's just too much and then you just like right i'm just get back out of here um but, that, but that's the usual rule that if you're if you're a shield in front you, you need to don't get out before you you go down so as soon as i start getting hit i'm just like no i'm out of here and then there was no point anyway um but yeah then i got this uh so i got i got cursed again basically i got possessed so the the, the card the card i can't, i wish i'd um because i gave the card to the the relevant person later but it like it, it's it said on it it said uh the, the usual role play stuff that i recognize from being possessed right it's like you don't see color you hear malicious voices and people appear as shadows to you uh and it's it said um and it kind of gives you a gauge on how serious some of these things are because it said um he said if you if you don't get uh this scene to something along these lines totally paraphrasing if you don't get the scene to by the end of the event then you collapse before the at, at the end of the event basically or near the end of the event um, so that kind of gave me an indication of, oh, I've got, it's not like a, if you don't get this sorted within the next half an hour, then you, then you are going to collapse and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I have, yeah. I have some time. Uh, now I, I get a little, I, get, I got a little bit confused with the way the role play rules work. And we have had this cleared up from a friend who spoke to a ref on our yeah. behalf about this. So traumatic wounds and spiritual wounds. They say on them the role play effects, uh, but there's no there's no uh, there's no role play effect in Empire that takes away your agency, uh, your character's agency completely. Um, you can't ignore that they are happening to your character, but you get to decide how your character is dealing with them. I wasn't massively sure about that, so I was like, because because on a traumatic wound, you, it makes sense because you're just like, oh, I've it's it, like it was my last one that I got was like, oh yeah, you feel a sharp pain under your yeah but i'm a changeling as well and i was like you know what and i was in miasma so i was like you know what i'm gonna rage through this that makes sense and when the time comes that i come through the central gate the adrenaline starts to go away and then i feel pain but because it was like a spiritual curse uh it was because it was a curse i was like how do you know is is it cheating for me to ignore this for now because i want to i want to make sure i'm doing my job because i don't want my first command be that everyone die because i turn on all my friends you know because i'm possessed <laughs> So I used a hero point. So the rules in hero points are you can use a hero point to ignore uh, roleplay effects. So, but my question basically was like, did I, did I, uh, my query was like, did I need to spend the, the hero point? Um, and the, uh, what the ref had said was that I could have just based that. If, if I felt like it was appropriate for the character uh, to push through those effects, then it's not a big deal. You know, it's, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's fine. It's just like, technically you can't ignore them, but you can't just be like, ah, oh, no, I'm just going to shrug off until I get back to the hospital. So you're supposed to do what it says on the, on the card basically, but it's not, but it's never a, oh, this is controlling your mind. You then, you now attack your friends. Cause I know some people do that when they're possessed, they will just take that look at that card and be like, I'm hearing malicious voices and everyone's a shadow. I'm going to attack everyone around me. So. Yeah. I mean, like, cause I took, 
mine to, to to Rion and I was just like oh I've got this you know pain in my ribs and everything and then I kind of like out of character was like what do I get this treated now like I was a little bit confused and he he took the card and read it and went yeah we're gonna get this done now and then it wasn't until later that I properly read because I, I don't know I, I'm not very good at reading quick bits of information anyway so yeah. like out on the battlefield I, I just hadn't properly absorbed it and then I thought I still had to go to the hospital and then at the end I, I checked the card as we were like you know walking as we were between that point from like we'd gone through the stones but weren't quite at the gate mm -hmm. yet so it was in that little point I went to read it and it basically said that if I had been treated by anything that would cure the effects of venom on the field then i can discard the card so i was like oh okay yeah um and then we had a look at it and everything and yeah it was a it was a venomed spear that i'd been attacked with or something yeah so it was like not only do you have the venom effect it was just like the venom would then cause i'm assuming that i think was that the yeah, idea that it, it would... was like a shorter time on my card it was pretty much like um basically yeah like it would start to um spread from the wound and it would need surgery um and it was a short time on the card though like it was kind of like it was pretty much like if I didn't get treated like when I went through the the gate to the hospital then I probably would have died in my tent and done yeah but you, you got it treated like uh, quick enough that it didn't make a difference oh yeah it was literally I role played for a few seconds somebody grabbed me took the card treated me did a load of cool role playing yeah. um it was, it was really good yeah, yeah. so a, a few people get like um a little bit uh like you said angsty especially dawn if they're like stood still um but I, I was actually fine with just like coming out and just chilling for a bit because we were so we made so, we, we felt like we i felt like we did our job i was like we came in our job was to push up the field get every, get everyone else to the breach that was literally that was literally the job for the first half and i was like well we've done our job we did a lot of running we did a lot of chasing um i did a lot of shouting now we get to like chill for 20 minutes while we figure out how to get through this breach because it wasn't my job to figure it out um so i just kind of stood there and then obviously you, you just kind of shout across you know because i think i don't know how we exactly got through it wasn't a mass repel it's one of these mass repels one of these things because mass repels are a uh a ritual that you can you can do and then sometimes people like after the fact be like oh how many repels do we have uh if they haven't got one set up and then they were getting exorcists up right at the start to get rid of the tormented souls because i don't think we yeah. expected the tormented souls to be guarding the breach well what I heard was, now I don't know much about Tormented Souls, but I heard people say that they were a certain level of Tormented Souls, yeah, meaning that they had to the do... The Exorcist game, right? I don't know anything about it. Yeah, meaning that they had to do multiple things there. And I saw as some of the Exorcists went up and they were doing a lot of stuff, and then they were looking for everybody who they would need as many Master Pels as they could, and we were clearing a path so all of them could go up. Something happened there, and then... I might be wrong. I honestly think that after all that happened, we all just went screw it and bombed. Well, yeah, them. I think because because they, they kept shouting back, "Oh yeah, you know, mages. Uh, they wanted mages up front with shatters, you know." So I think I think they were. I think the idea was they were needing to shatter the weapons of the. Cause that's the thing with the with the. Um, is it tortured souls or tormented souls? I think it's tortured souls. It's what I asked at the start, isn't it? Because like I, I I see. You said tormented, and I thought it was tortured, and no, then whatever. I think we switched around, and now I don't know. People, people the know. tortured, tormented souls. <laughs> the tortured. People know what we're talking about now. They're 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 basically like 
possessed undead kind of because uh, uh, you you can save them. Rather, that's like literally one of the mm-hmm. objectives is that you can save them, but you can't kill them and then save them. Basically, like you have yeah. to take them alive to exercise them, but you can't get near them because they got huge, great big weapons that will curse you you know or venom you or whatever and they're heavily armored as well so they're not actually easy yes, to get by because i saw some of them in that first push there was a couple there and i saw them actually getting like completely disarmed held down to the ground and then people doing something to save them i saw yeah, that happening to a couple them, of them yeah. and i was like this is quite cool yeah. actually this is really amazing like intense role play yeah well there was like there was a dornish lance and there was i know no high garden i think urizen actually had a unit out in the field as well literally and that was their only job was to just go around exercising yeah because um, like when we were doing a lot of the punching through that bit there when we like end up going through the breach it was brass coast that was with us mm-hmm. um because i remember just having yeah like a lot of brass coast around us and like i felt racing one another getting through some of these things it was quite epic actually fighting alongside them <laughs> yeah well yeah it was, it was easy to push the dornish up because the, the brass coast were on that on that uh left wing were just would you pushing up so fast and my list is easy because you just like just keep up with you know i'm like don't let don't let the the, the freeborn show us up type yes. thing <laughs> blasted through that anyway we we bursted through that uh through that breach and then it's into the woods and then it was like this is where the fun begins type thing because we didn't after that the plan got a little bit it was basically it, I, when it came to the tor- the tormented tortured souls whatever the hell uh i basically said to m- my people like uh you can <laughs> you, we can save them but if you have to kill them kill them whatever <laughs> you know just if you feel like if you see one shout over a uh shout over an ex- shout for an exorcist if they are in our way then it whatever kill them it didn't actually yeah. come to that because all the all they all seem to be on that freaking bridge we pushed through the 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 woods now the woods were uh the foliage was heavy right oh yeah there was um there was definitely a few sections where i almost expected us to be told not to go through it and you know typical donish i mean nobody said we couldn't go through it so we all just went through it yeah. Um, and I am um, at this point, uh, this is where I, I had to add this long flowing dress. And this is the point where I was like grabbing all the layers and I was tying it around my waist to make it some sort of weird battle skirt in the middle of the battle after I oh, ended up right, getting yeah. a strike down into the bramble bushes. Yeah. So the, so the strike down. <laughs> so this is probably a good moment for me to do my uh, apology and. Yes, it is. Uh, On you go. My, and my my <laughs> uh, confession. So, uh, I so basically, basically, a ref called me out for uh, a, for a strike down, um, and it just it. I mean, it's it's a it's a stressful situation, right? I'm not making excuses. This is nowhere. No, there's no excuse um, for answering the answering the ref back. I'll explain explain exactly what happened in a, in, a, in a second. Uh, but I've had like at the beginning of the year, I've had issues with my knees uh, and I was to a point where I was like, I hope this recovers in time for um, Empire. Um, and I was very like, I felt my ankle when we we're in those woods. I was like, uh, you know, I felt my ankles kind of being like a little bit ginger. Now, the way I, I you know, I, I do, you know, I've made sure that I've read the rules of strike down and uh, the, the rules are you need to basically go on your backside or on your front. And so yeah i i practiced so have you because we've talked about this i've practiced basically going down cross-legged 
touching my backside to the ground and then coming back up. And in those woods, they were like on the floor. They were like floor brambles, right? And there were so many times I got struck down. I'm just like, I don't want to fall into this, you know? And you would have to like take four or five steps back to fall down. Uh, and there was there was one point, it was just like, you, I would like put my knee, knees up like this and then someone, someone struck me down. Uh, and I probably just went, did the thing and I just probably popped back up really quick. Um, and yeah, ref ran over to me and was like, uh, strike down, you need to go all the way to the ground. And just, just out of in reaction, I was just like, I did. And then instantly I went, sorry, yeah, I, I will, in future I will, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. And I was just like, naughty, naughty Ollie. Um, that's what I mean, <laughs> I disagree with the ref's call, but that's, that's never an excuse. Like if you disagree with a ref's call, uh, always go and talk to, uh, I mean, it, I, I would probably email after unless it's something, if there's something that needs, needs really, uh address there and then then obviously go to uh go to the pd crew at the god tent um to talk about that type of thing like don't let the refs have a hard enough job as it is because you're you're, you're being you're the, the ref's job you know i'm assuming uh, we really need to have a ref on and, and speak about this because the ref's job is supposed we to do. be an impartial party in sport that's how it works with refs like you're supposed to be completely impartial um and you're there to be impartial and enforce the rules and that's that's it um and and safety obviously which is kind of part of the rules um but yeah don't don't answer your refs back i don't i don't know i didn't know the ref so if if i can't remember your face so i i, I would have come up and, and try to find you and apologize for that so if you're listening i apologize um slap on the wrist ollie uh but yeah i i have a habit of being a bit of a meathead on the on the battlefield because it's a competitive like it is like a com it's a comp it's like a competition right you're, you're trying you're going out there you're trying to win um and yeah i i have a i have a habit and my character is a bit of a meathead as well so it, it's it's a little bit easy to get to get overrun with adrenaline <laughs> and get overexcited especially when you're like we were winning as well we were like we were kicking ass it was just like push through push 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 yeah um, yeah is there anything because that's pretty that's pretty we're pretty much coming to the end of that first half of the battle was there anything else yeah. that happened in the woods there was, I mean, I think you got like the most stuff there we had. There was a lot of really cool, um, what I will say actually, um, this battle, I got a lot of hits off this battle. Um, I, I usually like I'm up the front fighting, but I, I usually do struggle sometimes to make contact and to, to do that. Um, but yeah, I think, um, thanks to my little combat training session from 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 him from k beforehand i was i was just like in my head i was like okay remember that this arm's staying here remember this arm is here okay they're they're striking here so i'm blocking like this and i got so many hits off and i was like damn okay i'm gonna have to take this more seriously that's a really hard thing to get over as well like like having especially with weapons i think i think we're, like if you're used to doing like martial arts, you know, your 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 hat, your hands are your and your legs are your defense and your weapon, right? So mm -hmm. you kind of want to be doing doing this, but when when you've got a sword and a shield, or or well, yeah, if you've got a shield or another sword in your in your offhand, like the the temptation is when someone comes and attacks to to meet that weapon. Yeah. But like like you were taught like if you've got two weapons, just just hold them there and just and you just gotta trust the fact the same with the shield, because people do it I notice people do it with shields all the time. You know, that they, they have a shield here. They are protected, you know. You've got to gotta trust that the shield is gonna be there when that weapon comes at it. But some people go, Oh, weapon's coming out and they'll put the shield to the weapon and then obviously they've opened themselves up yeah. completely. It's a re it's a real 
Um, and it's so easy to bait people into doing that as well. Like a lot of the time it's, it, so for me, if I'm, if I'm trying to get people with pole arms, it's difficult as a sword and shield to get to pole arms when strike down exists in the world. I usually just, I usually just come down here and just, 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 uh, threaten this uppercut to try and get their lead, to try and get their forward hand, you know, just to try and get their, their hand to kind of do this. And then I can do it. Then I can do that. Um, but I know what you mean. A lot of the time I don't really get money hits off either. It's just when, when you're doing that type of fighting where we're just pushing through as a wall of steel, you're just a body basically. Like your weapon yeah. is your body and you're just like, I'm a body. I'm walking forward. Basically. Um, you're doing, you're doing more use taking some hits than you are actually attacking a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, oh yeah. Oh, I, I, so yeah, I've got my strike downs. I also, so, so in this battle at this point, I had been hit with two cleaves, uh, countless strike downs. I got hit with weakness, <laughs> which is, which is really annoying when you're trying to, uh, when you, again, when you're trying to like command a line and again, keep an eye on everyone and be like, right. Okay. Uh, keep an eye on the battle. Then some, some, some. Uh, smart ass druge goes oh, weakness and you're like oh, fuck, damn it <laughs> i can't even use unstoppable so i like ran out the line i think i found oh i found um yeah i found viridian actually i've just i've just shouted i was just like because i don't know who's gonna i was like weakness you know who can heal it yeah, i remember that you were just standing there <laughs> i feel weak who can yeah. heal this <laughs> yeah so yeah that the weakness is an annoying one because i'm just like oh, i'm useless basically if i go down here like it's, it's just i'm useless now um so yeah, but then by the time we chased them out the woods, everyone was like, "Well, the, we we just got the word from that left flank. They're like, the job's done." And we're like, "Oh, okay, we're yeah, going home." Yeah, it was crazy because, like, um, I mean, I know like you were saying this a lot in the field and everything, and I think a lot of people were doing that thing where they were like, "We're preparing that we're going to have to fight all the way through that field on the way back." You know, we cannot gas ourselves in these woods. Well, that was we part of the plan. To... So the, yeah. the the plan was dawn was first in, last out. So that the, the plan yeah. was we would get everyone up the field and then we were going to push back and then let everyone out first while we stay in the field, you know? Yeah. Because we're the best. But it also means that we have to do that shit. But that didn't happen this time. That did not happen. It didn't happen this time. So we leisurely walked back through the breach out onto that. We were still, because from what I saw, I could still see enemies like on the main field but they weren't blocking the exit home because you come out of the breach and then you turn right and then you head out to the Sentinel Gate and, and home. And there were some, there were a, a, was a line of Druge out to the to the left. The one the one thing I will, I do want to say is well done to my little team of uh, House Desandres and House Mortaire. I, I really didn't want to be too possessive of, of where is everyone as long as I kind of knew where everyone was. I didn't want to be like, right, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. I wanted yeah. to make sure that, you know, if, if, if Rion needed to go off and go shatter a, a, a tormented soul weapon and, you know, because Rion's a more experienced player than I am, uh, Jeffrey is, they know what they're doing. Uh, that everyone else in my in our little unit I, I, were the same, but we all had our strengths. Um, if if you felt like you needed to go off and help, help the Brass Coast skirmish, that was great. Another one, another member went off and helped the, the marchers because they're like, you know what? I'm useless here. I'm I'm big and heavily armored and I have a shield. I'm gonna go help the marchers out for a little bit. Awesome. As long as I know where everyone everyone was. But it's we, we don't we don't work like the marchers or the or Wintermark or anything. We're not like a little turtle block 
of people we are like a lot of individuals running off in all different directions so everyone could just play to their strengths you know but that, that but that works so well because all the other lances seem to be like that as well so even though we started off with Durandal, you're not going to be completely lost if we end up with the other lances or the other wings, you know, when yeah. we weren't like, oh, you know, because that does happen. Sometimes they just appear there and it's not that you're in the wrong place or anything. It's just like, well, we're all, we're all doing the, we're all going where we need to be. We need to be basically. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we had a, we, we strolled out, didn't we? Onto the- <laughs> well, what was really funny is when we came out onto the, the big field, there was still a few like Druze scattered around the edges. And one of the best lines was just Rion, like to you being like, oh, my lord, there appear to be some Druze left. Shall we go and kill them? Oh, and it was the way that we were all just like, yes, that sounds like fun. Yeah, because it was totally <laughs> safe. There was just a load of Druze just hanging out and um, a load of Freeborn were just having fun. And I'm like, well, that looks oh, like fun. Yeah, that was where I got yeah. to like, chase that Druze. <laughs> I don't know, whoever you are who had the um, the arrows, that was just <laughs> such an amazing moment for roleplay. Was that the one because... you flustered? <laughs> yes. I was like, I saw, them, I saw them, they were like taking out the arrows and they were getting ready. And I honestly, I felt like Jon Snow walking into, <laughs> walking up to freaking, um, oh my God. Um, this, is a good an- this is a good anecdote. All right, Ramsey. Sorry, okay. I felt like Jon Snow walking up to Ramsey as he was trying to get these arrows out, just being like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and he just dropped everything and ran. <laughs> They just like they dropped all their arrows, everything, and yeah. just bolted. I was yeah. like, "This is amazing." Well, this was the thing because because basically, um, oh, one another thing I'll say as well uh, is this time, this time at uh, for the for the fighting last year, I had uh, my chainmail that I got like my starter set chainmail, um, which is like, it must. I mean, it fit, when you're running around, it feels like. 40 kilograms but it's down it's it's heavy and i had metal armor on top of that uh and obviously my, my shield's quite bulky as well but this time i had aluminium chainmail and polyplate and i just felt it's also as well um looking at pictures from 2022 um and looking at pictures now i noticed that i'd lost a bit of weight as well and i think i don't know whether it's just like pandemic you know coming off the pandemic and things like that um i feel i think i'm just fitter than i was last year as well yeah but we were halfway through the battle and i wasn't i was just like i felt fresh as a daisy i I felt fast and i was like when like you said when rion was like should we go kill some druge and it looked fine i'm like well may as well empty the tank because i (laughs) let's let's do it so we both sprinted (laughs) over there didn't we like ah Is that where you like fetch somebody's arrow for them? Yeah, yeah, was, uh, um, yeah. The, a freeborn had lost their crossbow bolt in the in, in the pond, and we were just like, just like we're bored, things to do. Just like, oh yeah, we'll get we'll get the uh, we'll get the arrow out <laughs> while we're killing. Like Rion was over, uh, like <laughs> just having the time of his life, just like killing these, <laughs> killing these druids. What I really love about like actually like Jeffrey as a player is I noticed something that he does once he's killed them he literally leans down and goes oh thank you thank you for monstering today get up now i like it was just like that really good like conduct there and i was like oh that's i might start doing that because i've now seen someone do it and i'm like yeah that's a good idea like literally that other players come by they've given us a show it's amazing you know to say thank you let them up and you know see them later sort of thing yeah i think that's definitely good etiquette is to especially when they're in orc mass because you need to sometimes the immersion is so 
good that you forget there's a there's a human being and probably one of your friends from one of the other nations behind that mask, right? So uh, <laughs> probably yeah. make us hit harder actually. Yeah, probably. probably yeah. <laughs> Keep that mask on. But you know, it's, it's definitely good conduct to be like, especially if they give you some good, like those moments where th- they know they're screwed. That they know that we're having fun and and we're just out to just like we're just slaughtering the last of them. You know, we did a lot of executing there, um, but and, and they know, and so that especially if they give you a good a good time of it and go oh, and they die like dramatically and let you have that hero moment. It's always good. It's always good to like thank them for that as well. Yeah, and then um, we had a real epic ending to the battle. Hell to the yeah, the frigate, well, because that's what I mean. It was it was just such a contrast to what I expected because the, the the plan was, and obviously we were like. Oh yeah, Dawn's gonna be last out, so that means we're gonna have to like basically everyone's gonna be like, oh, get out to safety, everyone, and you know because we've done it so many times before, it's just like, oh, Navarre going out, so go swap places, and we literally have to like swap places with whoever's fighting so they can get out. Yeah. Um, and it can be a little bit, well, especially towards the end, because that's when it's really quite dangerous on the on the retreat. But we weren't retreating at this point, so we 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 came as we were approaching the gate. Again, we were supposed to be the last out and we sort of were but the marches uh stayed and they gave us like this salute they made they made like a uh a, 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 an archway with their weapons you know yeah. on either side holding their weapons out and it was fucking amazing <laughs> it's like i was so hyped i was so hyped oh up. my gosh walking out there seeing them all around everybody's smiling you know being able to like drag our weapons across theirs as we walked out and just being like yeah this is amazing yeah, and i just felt yeah. such a bond between the nations there well it's because of all the you know it's, it's it like we like the nations have history and like probably yours and mine like personal role play like being in dawn and you know you you get the whole dawnish march of banter and you know we've played yeah. a full season where you know our game has taken us through parts of the marches um we've spoken to a lot of march we've made friends in the marches through like the brock's toll and things like that, and there's a lot of that oh, competition, yeah. and we've never fought with them before. We've always fought against them in a in a like we li- we've literally fought against them, you know, in like the yeah. tour in the the tournaments and the in the Brock's Toll, and there's all this like oh you know obviously the the um the banter backwards and forwards, and we never fight with them, you know. Yeah. But then being out on that field and because that was one difference when we were at the breach. Sometimes you got to watch your back because obviously the you know you can get attacked you you're getting attacked from behind when you're trying to push through that through that breach this time we had the marches like on, on the rear guard and i had no i had no worries at all yeah. um, and they were kicking ass and then to they then to like to come out and it was just like what i expected oh yeah we're gonna have to like protect them all as they leave and for them to like yeah sh- show show the rest of the empire and dawn that respect was just it was it was i was so hype it was so cool oh it was absolutely amazing yeah. um yeah, no, so we, we got through and um once we got to the gate we had to we had to deal with uh, with your thing, didn't we? Yeah, so I was I was possessed again. Again. And I had to get exercised again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like Forrest Gump. <laughs> I went to the White House again. And I met the president again. No, uh so so yeah, that's the moment where I decided to 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 drop my because again when uh what the ref had said like uh, technically, if you if you use hero point to ignore the effects, technically I wouldn't have even had to really address it until it was too late. I guess I'm not entirely okay. sure. Um, well, I'm um, the the reading 
of it. We may have to actually go back through that again, but I thought the spending a hero point to ignore the effects, uh, the role play effects meant that you can't ignore what's happening, but you can only roll, ignore the role play effects for a period of time. I thought it was literally just while you're out like battling or- No, 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 I, no, I, no, I can- No, I time. No, no, so, so my understanding is that you can't, so you, so if you have role playing effects, you can't ignore them. But you get to decide how your character deals with that. If they're like stoic and they're not showing, like you could, like if the role play says you're hearing like malicious whispers, you can decide, like you know what, Godric doesn't care about malicious whispers, and I'm just going to act act to other people as I normally would. Or I could be like, well, what, what's so? Yeah. But with the hero point, it means I get to ignore the role playing effects. I.e., they're not happening to me, so they're yeah. literally not happening to Godric. Um, not the not the player ignores it. I'm, I take it as the character ignores it, as in like it does, it's not it's not happening to them. But anyway, I decided yeah. because it's fun, and I was like, well, yeah, I got I got that that curse, and I was like, oh yeah, I came through the gate. Um, I'm not going to rehash all this. Uh, the exorcist that exercised me, great job, great role play. I love being I love being healed. I love being I love having surgery done. I love having um, the exorcisms done because and we know you 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 spent <laughs> <laughs> so much time with them. I spend a lot of time with healers. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, getting magically healed, getting healed by physics, getting exercised. Uh, so yeah, I got exercised. I'm not going to go for all the details because, like, basically, it's the same kind of thing that happened at uh, E4 last year. If you haven't um, listened to listen to that one, go go check that out because that was that was a traumatic uh, traumatic experience getting getting possessed for the first time. Yeah. But this was like, ah, it's not my it's not my first rodeo this time. <laughs> not my first possession. It's not my first. <laughs> so I've done this before. What else oh, did we do yeah. after that? Um, you, so you, were you hurt? So you didn't get any surgery done? No, No, because I got treated got on treated, the yeah. battlefield. And because I had treated, I was treated by something that would, I can't remember the wording, like remove the effects of venom or cure venom. I don't know. Okay. Basically, I did the thing. I got treated, did the role play, didn't have to do anything with a card. So we headed back to Dawn at this point. Um, Now, this is where now we talked about your chaos fruit previously and what you did with yours when you sold it and everything um i was needing to fight an attorney i was tapped out i think i had one hero point left um i had i just i basically used everything and we were fighting the attorney within the next like couple of hours so I was approached by um, one of the somebody in one of the houses that we we do a lot with, and they said, "Oh, have you found anyone for your chaos fruit yet?" Yeah. Damn chaos fruits! And I was like, "Gotta catch them all," because they were like, "Oh, what can I get for you? Can I get you anything? Like I can trade you?" Because I'd mentioned about potions and stuff before, and I turned around to them and I said, "If you can restore all my hero points in the next twenty minutes, the card's yours." And they went, okay. And they ran off. Um, <laughs> I was like, I am never going to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they ran off. And they were able to find... Um, and they were away for a little while. They, they came back and got me. And they were like, okay, come with me. You need to come to High Guard. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, they found I'm sure you. nothing bad's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, they found a tent in Highgard. I believe it was the Grapevine. Yeah, the great. Yeah, it's the Grapevine. It's, yeah. it's, it's the one. It's the one by the by the Sentinel Gate. 
Yeah. yeah. And basically they had um an effect in play there where basically you spend 10 minutes within that area, sitting down within that area, um, and you will then regain all of your hero points. Yes, Leonin's Pavilion, I think it's called. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it was great. We sat down. Um, the person that had um made the connection introduced me to them. They went and got me some. They got me a cup of mead and like an enchanted goblet and everything, which made me feel really good and things. And um, it was great. I got to meet some people, and that's the thing. I like making connections, and I thought a very good trade for this this um this fruit that people want is a connection you know also, i don't also that's good game for the seneschal and that's good seneschaling like being like yeah. not just being like oh yeah i want to pay the best price for this fruit it's just like you have a warrior come back and they're like because that's what that's the thing i don't if i'm a noble i don't really care too much about money but every time someone came and wanted something from me i was like look if you can save me legwork that's all i care about i don't care about uh, I don't care about, you know, coin or fruit or whatever. I'm like, you can have this fruit if you save me legwork. Like, I need this potion and I need it fast, basically. I don't want to walk yeah. all around Amwell looking for this potion. If you can give me this fruit at a reasonable price, uh, if you, sorry, if you can get me that at a um, now, then have the fruit, you know, and like you said. Yeah, that, that's, that's the thing. I was like, I, I need to fight an attorney. I need to be my healthiest. And there, sitting there, it was great. Yeah, so it was it was a Seneschal that had um, done all that for me. And they had um, they introduced me to a few people, and it was great. I got to sit and chat away. And this is where I uh, came across something rather interesting in this tent. Oh, I wasn't here, by the way. <laughs> Just uh, for <laughs> listeners, I wasn't here. So um, there's a little thing at Empire. We get a lot of um, things passed around. And one of the things that's really, really popular is smut usually like character smut things like that um just a little point in this there has been a recent real change um in regards to smut at empire so if that is the type of thing you want to kind of get into make sure you go and uh, read that yeah. um, <laughs> be careful. so yeah be careful you know it's, it's it's yeah so we were um i was sitting there and somebody had like a smut magazine and we we're chatting away and everything and they were talking and I'd mentioned Godric and we're chatting away and the person in front of me just stopped and looked at me and went did you say Godric and I was like yes stranger in a tent that I've never seen before <laughs> and they went is this him and they turned it around and who is it like Godric I'm in a so, smutty magazine. I'm so glad that came out as organically as that in play. I'm so glad that it so came out. So organic. That way. Oh, that is so hilarious. It was beautiful. It was perfect. I know it um, was. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I, I did I did message the artist after to be like, by the way, this is where it ended up. And they were like super chuffed by that. Yeah. yeah so um, by the way, I was I was out of character. I was aware that it was around. Yeah, this was all, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's where the rules sort of come into it. There yeah. is that, like, um, these sort of things don't go drawing someone without their consent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, um, and I believe that person or, or somebody there later on brought it to you, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. But I think, yeah, sorry, you, okay, you, yeah. yeah you, you, you came back. I want, I want to also, like, put a bow on the, on the battle as well, because uh, importantly, we, we, I'm pretty, I'm, mostly sure that we completed both objectives um 
and we did it in good time. And guess what? We lost. So I heard we lost two people in Dawn. This so this numbers these numbers might not be hundred percent correct. I heard we lost two people in Dawn, and uh, I later heard that we lost four people overall. Yeah, we lost four people from all six nations because we spoke to. Yeah. I think we spoke to. It was probably Pixie. We spoke. To, I think we spoke to Pixie, and I was. I said because I was going around after the battle. I think while you were doing that, I was basically walking around asking everyone, "Did oh, you? Yeah. You know, did everyone come back?" Because, um, so yeah. Also, also, yes. Good news as well. I didn't. I didn't get anyone killed in my first time out. So I, all, all my people came back, which was a. <laughs> so basically, my my everything is just a bonus now at this, at this stage of this event because that's all I had planned was to go out on the battlefield, uh, have a, a small a small um lead small leadership role and get everyone back alive that was my only uh objective also again thank you to the people who helped me out out of character and in character the people who support supported me on the battlefield by like giving me little just little tip little just kind of uh, in character like oh yeah just uh, oh what are we doing you know especially i think i think kind of jeffrey prompted me one once or twice rion prompted me once or twice being like oh yeah but what's what's the next move this that the other um but also the battle was a good one because it wasn't i wasn't really there wasn't anything massively challenging like we didn't get into any spots no. where i was like oof now i have my decision making is now being tested it was pretty straightforward we had a plan we pretty much executed it that was it good first experience um and also yeah compared to last year well yeah in character out character last year compared to last summit in autumn e4 where we lost like 40 people in dawn over the event yeah uh, it was bad to this time having <laughs> lost two uh was a big difference you know yeah no definitely it was very sort of inspirational and everything mm. when everybody was talking about it afterwards the yeah. fact that we just yeah and there was there was there was three again we'll we'll we'll, we'll circle back around to what to, to to uh when you came back but i also want to just uh, put the cherry on top by by saying, and I said this in roleplay quite a lot. Uh, I think there were three reasons why the battle was so successful. One, Dawn uh, worked on the mistakes from last time. Mm -hmm. Two, the nations worked well together. Specifically, the Brass Coast and the Marches were freaking amazing. You know, they were just they were, had made a massive difference having the Brass Coast and the and the uh the marches just be absolutely awesome fighters and yeah. also you know they the marches work really well with us and three um i said that this is what i said in character to some people i was like i felt like i felt like the druge had a few recruits that didn't show up to the battle maybe they were drinking a bit too much the night before and a f and a few of them uh are maybe new recruits <laughs> so that's if you can get what i'm trying to say there basically uh i was like those, those are the three reasons we did so well yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I guess so. Then after that, I I was back in in Dawn. Um, I I ran back to Dawn <laughs> because somebody who was at the Great Blend kind of like went over to me and was like, "Oh, Arunel, right?" I was like, "Yes, yes, hello." They were like, "Shouldn't you be somewhere just now?" <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and that's just this boy with a journey. Oh, there was three different times flying about about this tourney one thing said it was quarter past two one thing said it was half past two and now i'm getting told it was two so i'm like yeah that happens at the clock yeah that by the way that <laughs> happens a lot when you're at anvil it, it's there's because there's not really a big that there are people that put up timetables 
but they're not they're not 100 all the time so no <laughs> and then obviously by the time you read it and then you walk up several people have told you a different time and then you're like oh wait what is it so but it was half two luckily for you it was half two so i ran back and it was actually the um the egregore who told me yeah. um that it was it's going to be half two yeah. um so that was all great but yeah, so got back and um, in time because what I needed to do is do a little bit of chatting with a few people first. Because why? Because I was going for the night protector of winter and I needed to make sure I have plenty of people on my side. And I'd already done a lot of um, chatting with different mm. people and I haven't mentioned all that yet. But I had gone over to the Rondel tent. I'd spoken mm -hmm. there. Do you want to explain like the format for people who aren't in Dawn or haven't played? Like what is the Night Protector and what why you have to talk to these people? Uh, yeah. So the Night Protector, there's four Night Protect. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I complete like brain. Then I, was, I wasn't prepared to say something there. And I kind of went, uh, yeah, there's four Night Protectors in Dawn. There is one for winter, one for summer, one for spring and one for autumn. And four positions, four tourneys a year, each one in the sea in their correct season. So this was the winter one. So we were doing the Night Protector for winter. It's decided based on a tourney. Now the tourney is in the glory square and the idea is that you want to get people to fight for you or fight with you there in the glory square because no matter who actually wins or who the last person left standing is, they can nominate people because there are night protectors who are non-combatant. So that way people who are non-combatant can still put themselves forward for these positions but you need to do that sort of work of, you know, finding people to support you. Yeah, because the tourney, I... the, the rules of the tourney, the combat rules is that it's a free for all. Like there's no there's yes. no teams or anything. It's a free for all. But the idea is that you want to kind of get people to be like, hey, a free for all. There's very small chance, like a Royal Rumble. Basic, it's a Royal Rumble. Like, and it's like, it's there's such a slim chance that you are going to win, you know, but no matter how skilled you are, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also it's nobles only for competing in this tourney. But um, because of our hearth magic in Dawn, people can black knight, simply meaning that they cover up their heraldry and they cover up part of their face or their full face. That could be by wearing a helmet or um, a mask over their mouth. Or last year when I did this, I wore a veil over my face. Um, if they are um, black knighting, people in Dawn cannot tell who they are. And that way they could be a noble in Dawn or they could be a Yule folk. We wouldn't know, but that's how they are able to come and compete. So I did a little bit of, you know, going around different tents and things. And I'd been given some advice on best way to do this because I needed to, you know, put a case forward as to why I would be, you know, a good, good candidate for this and, and so on. And I spoke quite heavily of my test metal and facing the endless stalker, which is a winter herald, the previous summit, which was, was, was pretty good. So I put my case forward. I got a lot of people backing me. And this was, we were getting close to the start of the journey and Lady Morrigan came to grab me and she was like, you know, I need to take you to some people. I need to make sure that you have all the support and I am officially naming you as, as the, the person where my support is going. As the current so that, Night Protector, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because she is the current Night Protector of Winter and um, that's what, what she was doing. So we went up and... Um, 
I can't, I don't think I can name all the character names here, but there was quite a few different people around. And when she kind of took me up and I saw a lot of people kind of looking and looking almost a little bit worried. And then she walked up with me and they all looked at me and went, yes. And like did this sort of thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is quite, um, this is amazing. And in the end, I had a wonderful team of people fighting for me. The, um, the person that I was fighting against, um, I don't think I've got permission to use their to use their name, but we actually spoke first. They came up to me and I was like, yeah, let's go have a conversation. And we had a really heartfelt conversation where we realized we had similar goals and we made a deal. We shook each other's hand in that moment and made a deal, no matter which one of us would were to um, become night protector we would honor the fact that we both wanted um basically we both want to get rid of that endless stalker i mean yeah. <laughs> we had him there was a lot of things happened there we had that um that moment and it was really beautiful and then we all got into the to, into the the glory square and i'm not gonna lie i was a bit nervous at this point um oh, it was quite it was quite funny like the details of this like we will we, we'll, obviously we're going to tell it from our point of view because obviously yeah. like the night protector is an imperial title so yeah there's a there's a, there's quite a bit at stake and obviously yeah people kind of choose a side and things like that so so this is our from our point of view by the way just yeah so. <laughs> it's totally our point of view yeah. um and I'm quite interested to hear others points of view from from this as well because obviously we only saw from from where we were hmm standing there i was looking at all the people on the other side there was like four of us and there was like 20 people like looking oh at us <laughs> it was like but we, we kind of knew that people we were oh. going to show up but it was quite funny the, the timing of it all was quite hilarious it, it was a moment where i was like i know i have support and i know the people that are supporting me might be fashionably like you know they'll just <laughs> slander in as it starts <laughs> <laughs> it was freaking cool though you gotta admit oh my gosh i'm standing there and i'm like this is fine. This is fine. And there's just very slowly more and more people mm. appeared behind me yeah. as all was... of like stuff. It was like a lot of like um, Orzels were out behind me. And then I see other people coming over and I was like, Oh, good, they came. It was it was quite funny because there was a moment where they were like, right, are we uh, are we are we about ready? We're about ready to do the night protector tournament, and everyone on the other side was actually already in there. And it kind of I think there was more than this, but it felt like there was there was you and me and another person who had been who's black knighting. Um, like just, just stood on our side, but like you said, it was you had support from like two big houses, yeah. um, with with players of a of a quite high power level as well. So it it kind of when we started fighting, it it started evening. It was a very even fight. You know? Oh yeah, and it started, and I remember like somebody saying to me, "Oh, you know, my, my lady, like sit, sit back, see in the middle," and I was like, "No, I'm." proving myself here I will be in the front and like push forward and then before I knew it it was like this it was almost like a charge <laughs> it, just, it was more like it a battle was, it wasn't like a, oh it was it a wasn't battle like a it was more like a battle it was like basically pushing and then pushing back then oh. then stepping back and then thing is that the other side we managed to wrap them into that corner and then after that once they thing is once they started stepping back and they started getting crushed in that quarter it was just curtains for them because it didn't matter because there was like I got like two shields shattered um 
but it didn't matter because I could just be like, dum -de dum I had enough space just to walk out, pick up my next one and just be like, dum -de dum <laughs> It was good fun as well. Like, it was really good I mean, good fun. like, one person almost got me. You know who you are. Somebody decided to come up behind me and try to paralyze me. What is didn't it? go what, very well, did it, it? What is it with tall stag mages and trying to paralyze the pair of us? No. Tournament. <laughs> what is it with that? I will say they came to apologize in character afterwards. <laughs> so, you know, I've noted that, but whatever. <laughs> oh, no, we'll remember this. Uh, yeah, I, I, had a, I had a real good laugh with that. It was, it was just good fun. Like, um, it was obviously fun for me because I was the what I was I ended up on like the ones that were actually crushing them into the corner. Um, but everyone was being like a real good, real good on, on my side anyway. Everyone was real on um, my side of the the, the tournament ground. Um, everyone was being a real good sport. There was a uh, a couple couple of players that were having a, having a good laugh, and they were like, "Oh, let's get this out of the way, shatter the shield, and I have to go running off, get another shield, and then come back." Um, totally, there was a lot totally of legally, comedy within it. Sorry, <laughs> I totally legally got another shield by the way. Uh, yeah, it was totally in the glory square when I started. Because <laughs> them's, the <laughs> them's the rules. Because them's the rules. Them's the rules. Glory's about winning. <laughs> oh, dear. But yes, uh, it got to that point and yeah, the other side went down and there was still a lot of people in the glory square. And then this bit here, I was in shock um, at this moment when Beaumont Rondel looked at me and got down on one knee and held his sword out. And then everyone did the same in a big circle. And he said that they yield to me and I am their night protector. And I was just, I was in such shock. I couldn't make words form. And I was like, I thought, okay, I'm gonna slowly, I'm gonna look around me. I, I, wanna, I wanna make eye contact with all the people that are down on one knee you were already a one knee because you were cleaved. Oh, I was cleaved. Um, so I, yeah, because, because the, the, the rules of cleave, I mean, the rule of cool, right? The rules of cleave is that I couldn't actually move. I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, no one's going to care if I'm like, I'm not missing out. I'm not going to be sat in the middle of the glory square being like, I'm glad RNL's having this moment, but I'm like on my back. Like, so, so I like, I sort of, I just hopped over, hopped over and they went down on one knee to do this. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting left out of this. <laughs> And I like made eye contact with everyone as I, as I was looking around and I saw how many people were actually there on like my site. And I was just like, oh, it was amazing. And I I thanked everyone and I swore that I would, would do everything in my power to, to yes, to, to defend from the, the winter realm. And I stood up and Lady Morrigan came in with the banner that I'm not sure I was meant to take home. Yeah, but it's, it's home. It's home now. Behind me now. <laughs> we've got we've got an episode with with uh, <laughs> with a guest that we've we've already recorded and we haven't released it yet. And they saw the banner and they were like, "Is that my protector banner?" Everyone's like, "Yeah." It's like, I think you're supposed to hand that back to be. <laughs> Someone's probably looking for that. <laughs> it's it's here, PD. It's yeah. Just here. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they. I'm sure they're cool with it. They know where it is. So. <laughs> It's yeah. At least they know it's safe and is in a dry, safe area. Isn't going anywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Yeah. So we did that. I became night protector of winter, and that was this pretty, pretty freaking epic. So it yeah. So cool. It was so. It was like it was like it was a Game of Thrones moment. It was it was so Dornish and it was so, yeah. It was so Game of Thrones like King in the North vibe. Like just that. That's that's the thing. Oh, yeah. that, that's the moment that you sign up for. That you have to. Sometimes you have to wait a little while for these moments. 
but those are the moments that you complete you totally sign up for to to play in a hero fantasy game it was freaking cool and um who who took someone someone captured it on on there's a photo of uh, it. Richard Burge, I think it was, Richard captured Burge, it. You absolute legend. You, you oh my god, honestly, that picture. The picture is fucking epic. Like it's it captures like you and it's all the like thing is as well, it's the people. I, that, I cried, didn't yeah. I? I was so emotional it's, when I saw it. It's it's the people. It was the perfect it was the perfect time you're like looking, obviously the people around you, uh like include people like senators and generals and yeah, it was it was uh yeah, and obviously you had like the door, the backdrop was another perfect thing because it wasn't just that group of us all like holding our swords without the hand the the halves out towards you. Yeah, it was the uh, all the people around the Gloria Square and like in the distance, there's like little house mortaire. Like there's literally oh, they're standing like this. It's like... so amazing because they're like there's like three members of House Mortaire and they're just like they look so proud in the distance. Oh, it's... so proud! And yeah. then our Egregore is captured as well, just like fondly looking on, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh! <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, Lady Griffin's Bane's like it just. Yes. They've got that look of like I'm so proud of my players. Just like <laughs> it's such a good <laughs> photograph. Right, we just, we just had a little break to discuss uh, what we're gonna to what we're going to discuss now because we've realised that we are at kind of a full episode's length right now and we still have a lot to talk about Saturday. So um, much still. Yeah, to talk Sunday. About. <laughs> I, we, we said in the last episode there isn't actually too much to say on Sunday because Sunday was a bit of a weird day, uh, but we've got play, we've got definitely a full episode maybe war of, of stuff to talk about on Saturday. But I wanted to give the battle, which was my highlight, and. Uh, uh, the Night Protector of Winter. It's due as well in a full episode, so we are going to wrap it here, uh, and we're going to carry on next time just after the Night Protector because we do go off and we do a lot more. We go for the Sentinel Gate a couple what more times. Things happen. Yeah. Oh yeah, a couple more times. A couple oh, yeah, more times. Yeah, so, yeah. so much happens. A lot more happens on Saturday. <laughs> uh, so anyway, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you uh, follow and subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted. You can go check out some of our other videos if you haven't already uh, concerning Empire LARP. Make sure that you uh, leave us a comment down below if you were there, um, if you interacted with us, uh, if you're interested in Empire LARP or LARPing in general, make sure you give us a, send us a question. We'll try and see if we can help you out or just say hey in the comments. Let us know that you've got the end of this episode. Until the next time though, we love you and stay safe. Bye. Bye-bye.